everybody, it's Jolyn here with Behind the Faith. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a hot minute, but we're back and we're ready to dive into today's episode. Today's episode is called, Where Was God? I'm going to start this off with, with a prayer first. Father God, Lord, I come before you today, Lord, to just say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the love and the grace and the mercy that you have for us. Father, I pray over each and every person that's listening to this podcast, Lord, that you would renew their minds and renew their hearts, Lord, strengthen them. God, that if they don't know you, Lord, that they would turn towards you. Father, you are so good and your love is so big that all the while we're running in all these crazy directions, Lord, you're just chasing after us, Lord. You just want our hearts. Father, I just pray that if there are um, triggers from today's episode, Lord, things that are that are uh, brought up, Lord, that would remind someone of their past, of their hurt, God, that you would heal them, Father, because ultimately you're a God of love and you're a God that wants to heal us. Father, I thank you for putting this message on my heart that I can share with others, and I just pray that you just be here in this place right now. In all these things that I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so today's episode today's episode like I said is called where was God and we often wonder where was God when we were suffering and we ask ourselves that like well where was God in the middle of my suffering or the abuse that I endured or the sickness the trials where was God was he just standing in the corner watching was he just blankly staring down from heaven I'm going to start off with first John 4 7 through 13 Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he had loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in him and he abides in us because he has given us the gift of his spirit. So we know now that in 1 John 4, 7-13 that I just read, it talks about God's spirit dwelling in us. God's Spirit dwells in us. He is as close as our skin. Just as God was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if you're familiar with that story, um, when they were thrown into the fiery furnace, so is God with you. He is in you. He is with you. He's beside you. He's behind you and all around you. Let me give you an example here. Some of you might have heard my testimony. I think I've shared it a time or two here on the episode. Uh, sorry, on the podcast, but um, I've shared it a few times on social media, but when I was seven years old, um, I had reported to my mom that I was being sexually abused. I was being molested by my uncle, and um, I endured that suffering as a child of being sexually violated by this man, and I was seven years old when I finally reported it. And I had to go through, of course, you know, the counseling and there's all the court battles and um, all that stuff. And um, unfortunately, over the last 15 years, 
he's walked free. Well, it wasn't until the last couple months, um, I'm going to remind you, it's been 15 years, um, I had to go to court and face this man for the first time in 15 years and retell my story and try to remember the events um, that had taken place when I was seven years old. And um, that was really hard. And I remember a lot of nights that I laid in bed and I cried, feeling guilty that I had confessed what was going on because um, all I knew is that it was causing my family to be stressed out. And I just saw everyone was like upset, not understanding that they were hurting for me and they were angry about what had happened. And I couldn't understand um, why that had happened to me. And I certainly um, didn't understand God at the time, seven years old, but I, I knew God. And um, I remember just crying myself to sleep several nights and just praying and asking God to comfort me because I felt very afraid and I felt um, just very broken. And um, I endured something similar with my grandfather who had, um, he was dying of like a lung disease and he, uh, he kind of did the same thing. He, he violated. Um, needless to say, all of this it was a suffering and it was horrible and it was traumatic and it's something that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life and some of you might be listening to this and maybe you've had a similar story maybe you were a victim of sexual assault or sexual abuse rather if that was um something sexual that was said to you or being physically touched or forced into things um maybe Maybe it was a little bit of a different circumstance. Maybe you were a victim of domestic violence or uh, drug abuse. Um, all these things to say that there, there are a lot of horrible things that we as people endure. And one of the big questions that are asked was, okay, well, but where was God in the middle of all of that? And I'm going to read uh, this, this little note that I had written down here again. It says, we often wonder where God was when we were suffering. Was he just standing in the corner watching? Was he blankly staring down from heaven? Where was God? Now, I have the most beautiful thing to tell you, my friends. And this reveals just the beauty of God's character. So we read in 1 John 4, 7 through 13, right? That God abides in us because he loves us and his word promises that when we know him that when we invite him into our hearts that his spirit dwells in us he's literally in us and he's as close as our skin God was in us and suffered with us he endured the suffering with us because we are one with Christ Every violation, every hand that ever crossed your cheek, every profane word screamed at your face, God endured that with you as well. When he says that he knows, it's because he knows. His word says that he will never leave nor forsake you. He suffered with you, but the most beautiful part is that he already took it to the cross. You don't have to bear that weight alone. You experienced it, but he wants to heal you from it. When we are hurting, he hurts with us, but he wants to heal us. Proverbs 3, 
verse 15 says, she is more precious than rubies. That applies to every woman, every girl, and every man and every boy. God's love for us is so big. He says we are far more precious than rubies. He literally, he holds us in the palm of his hand because he is a father that loves his children. And this world is full of darkness and it's being overthrown by the enemy. And the enemy, he prowls and he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And it's so easy for us to feel so broken and so burdened. And God understands that. He doesn't judge us. He doesn't shame us for feeling hurt. He doesn't judge us or shame us for feeling angry. He doesn't judge us or shame us for being depressed and anxious and worried about what the future holds. He doesn't judge us or shame us. He looks at us with compassion. He looks at us with a love so big and that he wants to heal us from those things. And he endured those with us. That every violation that happened to me as a child happened to God because he lives in me. And he felt every hurt and every tear that I cried. Just the same as every hurt and every um, brokenness and lostness that you've ever felt, God feels that with you. He feels that sorrow and he longs to heal your heart because he is the God of everything. He's the God of peace. He's the God of love. He created us and he loves us so much. He wants to heal us and he wants to bring us peace. Not to mean that our lives will be absolutely perfect and without fault or without hurt. But that every time we encounter those hurts, we can know that we have a God to lean on to say, Lord, this is heavy and this is tough and this hurts and I can't carry this alone. God's like, my child, you were never meant to carry this alone. I was with you and I am with you and I will always be with you. Let me take this from you so that you don't have to carry the weight of that brokenness anymore, that you can be made new in Christ every single day. Jeremiah 1, verses 5 and verse 8, starting with verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. Verse 8. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control. God is just so amazing. And he says, he's saying right here, before I formed you, I knew you. God knows you. He knows every hair on your head. He knows you by name because he created you and he loves you and has called you to a purpose. And he says, do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and I will deliver you. Now, these are words that he had spoke to Jeremiah thousands of years ago. And just imagine the promises that he had for Jeremiah thousands of years ago. Can you imagine the promises that he has for you now? Like the same God that spoke to Abraham and the same God that spoke to Moses and the same God 
that commanded the the ocean to part is the same God that is working all things out for your good. You know, it's as horrible as my testimony is, and as hard as it is, without my story, I wouldn't be able to share that with you. I wouldn't be able to come on here and say, hey, you know what? I was a victim of sexual abuse as a child. How many of you out there are with me? How many of you out there have been a victim of sexual abuse? And how can I better teach you about the love of Jesus that delivered me and brought me through that? See, without my testimony, I wouldn't be able to share how God brought me from such a broken, lonely, lost place into a place where I I know who I am in Christ and I know who God calls me to be. I want you to close your eyes. And if you're driving and listening to this, don't close your eyes. But this is God's voice saying this to you right now. I have chosen you to be my instrument to destroy the enemies. I'm going to say that again. God is saying to you right now, I have chosen you to be my instrument to destroy the enemies. What does that mean? That means that the spirit that God promises that dwells in us, that we are strengthened, that we are made new to stand firm against the enemy. That when we encounter hard trials and we encounter horrible, difficult circumstances, we say, you know what, Satan? I went through this, but you're not going to bring me down. You're not going to defeat me because I am a child of God. Remember Proverbs 3.15 says, more precious than rubies you're a child you're sorry you're god's child we are daughters and sons of the living god and he's coming back so soon and just imagine the joy and the triumph and the praising of the lord to just stand in heaven free of pain and sorrow and sin and worry and loneliness and brokenness like that is coming so soon And I just pray right now that if you're listening to this and you don't know the Lord, I pray so hard that you would come to know the Lord because He loves you so much. And the brokenness and the lostness that you're feeling, you're not meant to feel that for the rest of your life. You're not, your purpose isn't to just pretend like you're okay, but you're really not. That's not your purpose. I'm going to read another little note that I have written down here and it says this to live is what does it mean to live if you live anything but for Christ there is lack there's discomfort there's fear there's sorrow there's unrighteousness there's shame there's loneliness, lostness, unmeasured consequences, separation of Christ. A couple other questions. What are two words to describe your lostness? Are you feeling lost right now? Are you feeling like there's just no hope there's just no way out you're so broken you don't know how to feel joy again 
Now, obviously, there's a lot of people that listen to this, and I can't, I can't know who's who's listening to this and, and what your story or your circumstances. But I promise you that there's nothing that you have ever encountered, or are encountering, or will encounter um, that hasn't been encountered before. You're not alone. And not every situation or circumstance is exactly the same, but God knows. And his heart breaks as yours breaks. But you know what's bigger than brokenness? It's God's love and God's grace. He wants to give you freedom and peace knowing that you are a child of God. And in the Bible, Jesus says, Fear not, for I have overcome the world. When he died on the cross, he took every sin, every shame, every sorrow, every broken, lost misery. He took that to the cross. And let me ask you something. Maybe you're listening to this and maybe you're feeling convicted like, oh, I've been the one to hurt somebody. I've been the one to cause a trauma in somebody's life. You're still loved. And you are still forgiven. When you go to God and ask for forgiveness, God still loves you. God still has the same peace and purpose for you. Are you waiting for Jesus to die on the cross for you to free you of your burdens? Or did Jesus already go and die on the cross to free you of your burdens? God is so good. And I encourage you right now that if any of you need to reach out and you need to talk and you need to share your story, you need prayer, you need anything, go to my Instagram at... um, that behind the faith it's behind underscore the underscore faith behind the faith on instagram shoot me a message okay i'd love to talk with you and pray with you and get you connected and knowing how um how to have a life of christ how to um how to take those burdens and place them at his feet Because it's not easy. And you know what? Sometimes it's just not a one-time deal. Sometimes it's taking it to the cross every single day. But you know what? When you take something to God and lay it at his feet, it doesn't matter how many times he loves and honors and cherishes the fact that you're willing to take it to him not once, but a million times. God is with you. He's never left you nor forsaken you. In the midst of your trauma, he was with you and he endured the trauma with you. And he wants to heal you. I pray that this message has reached you. I pray that if you're hurting and you're feeling lost and broken, that you would find healing and you would find peace. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to close in prayer. Father God, Lord, thank you. Again, Father, as I had prayed earlier in the podcast, Lord, thank you for your love and for your grace and for your mercy. Father, you are such a good father. 
God, that you don't look down on us with shame. You don't shame us. You don't shun us. God, you're a God of compassion. You see our brokenness and you want to heal us. You want to bring us happiness and joy. You want to bring us life, God, because God, you are the God of life and love and peace. God, thank you for your son, for sending him to die on the cross for our sins, God. Thank you for reminding us that we never walk alone, God. You're always with us. There's not a single thing that we encounter or that we experience, God, that didn't go through you first, God. You know. And we need you. And we love you. God, again, I'm just praying over whoever's listening to this, Father, right now, Lord, that you would be with them. God, that your peace would shower down upon them like rain. That they could know you, that they could hear your voice and know that they are called loved by you. Father, we love you and we thank you. And I pray tonight that any hearts that don't know you, Father, that you would turn them towards you. God, we love you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. I would love feedback. If you guys want to give me any feedback on Instagram, I'd love that. Please feel free to share this with anybody. I'd love to tell as many people about Jesus and about how he's with us in the trauma. I'd love to hear your story if you have a story to share with me. Thank you guys so much.